Welcome to the Happy Man Coaching Podcast, where we talk all about love, life, and relationships. I'm your host and Happy Man Coach, Charlie McKeever. If you're a man who's looking to avoid divorce while understanding your wife, yourself, and your life better, head over to happymancoaching.com and download my free Happy Man Action Plan. And while you're there, click on the Contact tab and set up a free coaching call to talk about how to save your marriage. If your wife has said, I need space, or I love you, but I'm not in love with you, or I want a separation or divorce, we definitely need to talk. I've been where you are, and I know how important it is to talk to someone who understands you and your situation. Go to happymancoaching.com and request your free coaching call now. Okay, let's jump right into today's episode. Hey, welcome back. Thanks for being here. Today I want to talk to you about how resentment can creep into our life how it, and how it kills our intimacy and our connection and our joy and all the, the, the positive parts of our relationship with ourselves and with others, particularly in our marriage, but it can also show up in our relationship with our kids, our co-workers, our friends, our extended family. Um, it can even make us fairly negative to strangers on the street. And it, it, it creeps in uh, in a variety of different ways, but I'm going to tell you a story to illustrate how it crept, crept in for me. In about 2007 or so, I started working in the Dallas area in Dallas, Texas. And um, I lived at the time in a little East Texas town, which was about an hour and a half uh, away from, from Dallas. And I took this job, uh, actually I, I worked in the Dallas area and then we bought a house in that little East Texas town. So I had the job first and then um, we bought a house about an hour and a half from, from the city. Uh, we did that because we had been, we had lived in that town before. The housing was very affordable, much, much more affordable than, than it is even today uh, in general nationwide. And, and uh, we had friends there, and we just kind of wanted to reconnect with the community and be a part of that. So there were, there were some valid uh, reasons. Uh, we were looking you know, to, to have connections with friends and have connections with, with people uh, that we enjoyed spending time with. And, and so I drove uh, an hour and a half each way every day. So that's, you know, that's almost three hours in the car. And then when there would be traffic or some unbearable, there would be some kind of like, you know, a, an accident or some sort of bottleneck with the traffic, it would turn into a two-hour uh, trip. And so sometimes it was a four-hour four hour day. So I would get up in the dark and sometimes come, a lot of times, come home in the dark. And, and at some point, the story began to build out of my physical pain because, you know, you can't drive in a vehicle for four hours a day, for five days a week, without at some point having um, it affect you physically, which then begins to wear you down and affect you mentally. Because when you're spending that much time in the car, what happens is you, you at some point start having thoughts like, hmm, what else could I be doing with my time? Is this really worth it? Uh, should I be doing this? And then, of course, you have the physical pain of just being 
you know, sitting for for hours on end. Uh, you had that road hum, that road buzz, your butt gets sore, uh, and then so so your physical pain starts to turn into uh, mental pain through your thoughts, through my thoughts, uh, which then turned into suffering, it turned into suffering, a longing for something that I didn't have, which was a, a, a shorter commute time, a closer job, and more importantly, a, a sense of self uh, and a sense of appreciation because I, my thoughts eventually began to turn toward whether or not what I was doing was appreciated by others. And this is where expectation started to creep in. I started to create a, a covert contract with, with my wife and with my kids. I started to create this covert contract, and this is talked about in the book, No More Mr. Nice Guy, as something that we come up with quietly on our own that the other, the other persons, the other parties in the contract are unaware of. So a lot of times we will do this with our wife or with a kid, a uh, child. We will say, oh, I'll, I'll do this for you, and, and then therefore you'll do that for me. And a lot of times uh, this shows up in our marriage, right, in the, in the realm of, uh, of the bedroom. You know, I'll bring you flowers and she'll want to have sex with me. I'll uh, mow the lawn and, and she'll want to have sex with me. You know, it, it doesn't matter what it is. Uh, it can seem trivial, but we turn it into an ironclad contract. And then these expectations ultimately don't get met uh, because one, the other person isn't aware of them, and two, um, they may not even be reasonable, right? It may not make any sense. I mean, if, uh, if I bring her flowers and, and she's not in the mood, then why should she uh, swoon and fall at my feet for me bringing her flowers, right? So, uh, some, so a lot of times what we do is we set up our own suffering. We create these conditions. And we do it uh, in a way that eventually turns into resentment. Because we've told ourselves a story of how things are supposed to go, what we're supposed to get, what's, who's supposed to give it to us. And then when, when it doesn't happen, then what we do is we, we, um, we reinforce our initial story, which is, uh, I'm not appreciated. I'm not loved. I'm not cared for. Um, nobody really appreciates all that I do. And as a man, we do spend a lot of our time caring for others, providing, protecting. We do have a sense of honor and duty. We do feel compelled to make sure that, that everybody in our life is taken care of. Uh, and we generally do that before we take care of ourselves. In fact, we might even um, deny ourselves things in order to provide for someone else. And this can lead to resentment as well because we can get into a a space where we're we're no longer healthy we're no longer caring for ourselves, meeting our own needs taking ownership of our own happiness and so then we wind up resentful about that and then we we feel guilty about feeling resentful you see how this goes you see how this starts to build it starts to build very slowly it's it's it's, it's well intended in the beginning and then it turns it starts to turn south really quickly and, and it all builds. So now we feel shame. We feel guilty, right? 
we feel, well, actually feel shame. We, guilt is, uh, uh, I did something bad, and shame is, I am bad. And we start to feel shame. We start to feel shame for our thoughts, for the fact that we feel so resentful about what's going on. And if anyone knew what we were thinking, they would think poorly of us, right? Which is our inner judge. We're, we're, inner ju- we're, we're being very judgmental of ourselves, right? We're very critical of ourselves. And there's lots of concepts like this that I talk about with men to try to unravel this hairball, right? To peel the onion, to really get down to the core of what is going on in his mind. What stories have he, has he told himself? And, and what, where is he in, in that stack of resentment and shame and expectation? Because at some point we have to unravel that, right? We have to, get, we have to be able to step out of the false reality and be able to step back into what's really going on, who's really responsible for these things, and how we can get out of feeling all of this by changing our, our thoughts and, and, and looking at things with, a more, uh, with more clarity. So resentment can creep in just like that. It can creep in, and we think that we're hiding it. We think that we're stuffing it down. We think that nobody knows about it, and and uh, that we're alone with it, but we're not, right? Because it affects everybody around us. We give everyone around us that version of us, that resentful, angry, frustrated version of us, and, and we're the only ones who can change that. So what I want you to do is I want you to look down in the description below. There's a link. I want you to reach out to me. Let's have a conversation. Let's have a call. Let's talk about everything I've just shared with you. Let's talk about what's going on in your mind, what's going on in your life, and try to unravel, get to the root, and get you to a place where you can experience something different. Because this resentment, um, this, this frustration, these thoughts of not being loved or not feeling uh, appreciated, they are eroding, they are corrosive, they they, they destroy our sense of uh, confidence, our sense of self-trust, our sense of, of connection with others. And that's not a place that I know that I want to be and no longer, that's a place that I no longer live. And I know you don't want to be there either. So look down in the description and click that link and let's talk. All right, that's what I have for you today. Have a great week. I love you. You've been listening to the Happy Man Coaching Podcast. Remember to download your free Happy Man Action Plan at happymancoaching.com. And until next time, remember to breathe, go slow, and love yourself like your life depends on it.